neither beast nor machine, but a twisted thing, an awful thing, made of the worst of both. The black smog billowed around it, distorting my view, making it at first seem a spectre, with only the glowing red lights glaring out of the darkness. But as the smog moved around it, the true horror of its form was revealed to me. It was built like a tank, low to the ground and clearly capable of moving across any surface it needed to. But it was not armoured like a tank. The whole outside of it seemed to ripple as it came closer to me, and I could see large gaps where it seemed almost to have rotted apart. The red light burned out of these spaces. It was only a hundred meters away from me now, and growing ever closer. I could make out details, and those details were strange. It was not moving on wheels or legs or even tracks. Its hulk simply slid along, as if each piece was able to move around the center. And the pieces, a gun, a boot, sheet metal, even bits of wood and other things, all moving together around the glowing red inside, hauling the terrible hole closer, all the while screaming that terrible scream. As I continued to look at all the bits that the thing had added to itself, I saw, all at once, where all the bodies had gone, and I began to scream too. I had not moved. I felt rooted to the spot in front of it, unable to think, unable to decide. It faced me then, all at once, stopped. The front of it was opened wide, the red lights spilling out. I felt, deep within myself, at that moment, the sure knowledge that I was not going to survive. It was a clarifying sensation, like a cool wave that numbed me. I thought of the men on the train, of the way they had died saw what had become of them. I began to move forward towards the bodies that were now part of the mass of the thing that had hunted them down. It did not move as I approached. As I reached it, I felt a wave of burning heat from its insides. It seemed to open wider as I approached, the screaming now a fast, hungry whine. I moved forward. As I grew closer, I began to hear other cries over the sound of the thing. I stepped up to the open front of it, the heat now strong enough to hurt. Inside it seemed hollow, the flames smaller than I thought, a burning centre around which debris moved. The space was like a cave, or, or a stomach, or a furnace. And I saw inside the source of the other cries. Not all the soldiers were dead. 
There was a man lying on a piece of sheet metal, his skin grey and covered in blood. His eyes looked blank as if he was oblivious to his surroundings. I ignored the danger and stepped into the creature, ignoring the searing pain of the burning air around us. I knelt next to him and put my hand on his arm. His eyes focused on me and he stopped crying, taking in a shaking breath as he realised he was no longer alone. He opened his mouth to speak and I leaned in, trying to listen over the roar of the thing we were inside. His voice was hoarse, a cracked whisper that I could barely understand, but he seemed to urgently need to know something. I finally made out two words, and my heart sank deep in my body. The boy was still looking up at me, oblivious to everything else, waiting for my response. He repeated himself, and more clearly I heard him. Did we stop the weapon? He died soon after. I hope I brought him some peace in those last moments. Then I was alone in the belly of the beast, waiting for it to make its move. Around me, the walls began to shift and change, pieces of metal and wood and bone rearranging themselves into long arms that moved with a mechanical certainty towards me. I flinched and moved backwards, tucking myself into a ball and waiting for it all to be over. The grasping arms never came. I opened my eyes just in time to see the arms reach over me to the dead soldier and neatly rip him limb from limb. One arm carefully lifted a now detached leg and began to remove the cloth and boots. A small part of my mind, the only part left thinking, urgently let my feet know that this was the time to run. I squeezed past the arms and dashed to the still gaping mouth of the monster. I stumbled out into the woods and tumbled down behind a tree. I tried to stand and instantly vomited. Behind me, the thing changed its screams, growing louder and angrier. I forced myself up and ran blindly. a root and as I fell the tree behind me splintered into pieces as the creature threw itself toward me. I stayed low on the ground waiting for the blow hoping I would die fast. Then all at once the thing paused. I could feel the heat of it against the back of my neck and then it was gone. I felt a surge of surprise and relief. Then in the distance. I heard the shouting of men, and the fear rose back. The thing was already howling 
before I could stand up. A convoy of men from our old enemy and now reluctant neighbour. Here to gather intelligence or offer assistance or, or out of pure chance walked right into us. I began to scream and run to them but the creature was louder and faster than I was. A desperate plan formed in my mind in those woods. I made a choice then that still haunts me to this day. I turned not waiting to see what the thing, the weapon, would do to those poor people who had stumbled upon it. I turned, and I ran back to the station.